to another episode of Founder Journey. <laughs> Jeez, I can't even say words. Oh, man. Okay, we're going to keep going. We're keep rolling. I'm not editing this. Uh, three, two, one, go. Welcome to another episode of Founder's Journey. I am Josh Pigford, founder of Bear Metrics and your host, for better or worse. Uh, this week, we are going to talk about uh, why founders need hobbies. So why, why, why are hobbies crucial for founders? So as founders, a lot of our identities get wrapped up uh, in our companies, certainly within our industries, but even to family and friends, it's, it's how people know us. And over time, we sort of become our companies. Most founders or CEOs are the face of their businesses, and eventually they're inseparable. Now, maybe that's fine in the short run if you're trying to go hard for two to three years, then bank on some big exit. But if you're in the business of businessing, i.e. you're an entrepreneur, you just can't do that long term. It's unsustainable and unhealthy. Uh, being wholly consumed by your company hurts not only you and the people around you, but even the company itself. So when you don't take a step back, you get caught in the startup echo chamber. Your brain needs a break. Sleep is the most regular forced break that your brain gets, but you need it more frequently than that. You need waking hours and days to let your mind organize and process all the thoughts. So when you're working 10 to 15 hour days, six to seven days a week with no breaks and nothing else to focus on, you lose the forest for the trees. You become incapable of addressing problems efficiently because you never take a step back to get fresh perspective. Uh, your company will operate less and less efficiently because you'll make more and more bad decisions. So what do you do about that? How do you have a healthy balance of working hard on your company and giving it the attention it and your team and your customers deserve um, and making efficient, wise decisions while also not running yourself into the ground? I would like to introduce you to a little thing called a hobby. I know it's offensive that I'd even suggest that, but you need it. Hobbies are an amazing way to give your brain that crucial break that it needs to organize all the bits, not so that you're distracted from your business, but so that you can actually be better at it. Uh, I'd also argue it will make you a better, well-rounded human being. When you're done with your business or have moved on to other things, what's left is that you'll still be an interesting person and not just the shell of your former business. Now, the biggest concerns I hear from people who ask about this, and yes, I've had dozens upon dozens of messages from people expressing concern that I have hobbies. Um, the, the biggest concerns are, are, tend to be around uh, the team and our customers. Um, and and so, so one of the biggest potential issues is that your team thinks that you're not committed to the business, that you're distracted. Uh, but ultimately, this is a culture issue. So at Bear Metrics, we highly encourage hobbies and side projects. It's actually it's part of the fabric of our company. Uh, it's actually one of the first questions that I even ask during an interview process when hiring is, what hobbies do you have outside of your work? Because the last thing I want is you designing or coding all day and night and then getting burned out and rage quitting. So many of the one-on-ones that I have with our team actually involve me giving feedback on side projects and hobbies. I want the folks on our team to not just love the work that they do, but to love life. And their life needs to consist of a lot more than just working at Bare Metrics. If I encouraged my team to have hobbies while I ran myself into the ground, that'd be kind of hypocritical of me. So um, in addition, the fact is our hobbies many times do circle back and benefit the company as well. So a uh, couple of examples here. A couple of examples here. So Tyler, uh, he's our front end 
front-end engineer, uh, has a whole host of side projects, from a pixel glyph trading game to a Dropbox-based blogging platform to a tiny web traffic analytics app. He's also a mentor on Thinkful. So building all of these things and teaching others absolutely makes him a better front-end front end engineer, which is the hardest thing for me to say. Front-end engineer, say that just once it's almost impossible uh and second example here is freed uh so he's one of our back-end engineers and he loves machine learning and artificial intelligence so much so that in his spare time he's completed both machine learning and artificial intelligence degrees and you, you better believe we're making use of those things that, that he's learned from taking those classes and doing the projects associated with that now uh, customers. So I joked earlier about it being offensive that I'd suggest having interests outside of work, but for better or worse to some people, it really is. Uh, so actually got an email, um, or somebody on our customer success team had got an email from a customer of ours, um, who was frustrated with some downtime, like understandably so. Uh, and he ended the, the, the email saying, PS, I'm wishing Josh best of luck with pottery and music software. So I get it when someone, when something isn't working right for a customer, especially a paying customer, they expect for things to be fixed as soon as possible. Totally understandable. So when that customer sees that the CEO me is posting about like making concrete planters or hacking on a music industry simulation game on the weekends, it implies that we're not focusing on fixing their problems. The issue here is that there will always be issues for someone. That's the nature of software. You'll never, ever be 100% bug-free. So if you say, like, all hands on deck, every time there's a bug, you'll literally be all hands on deck all of the time, which, as we've already covered, isn't healthy for anyone. Uh, as you're likely painfully aware, you can't please everyone, so don't let customers guilt you into having an unhealthy balance in life. So what about you? What are some of the hobbies that you have or that you'd like to get into? Um, some ideas for hobbies, things that uh, people here at Bear Metrics have, have dabbled in are like gardening, um, like hobby electronics, robots, woodworking, like making games, travel, all sorts of things that you can get into uh, and you should get into and you should make time for on a regular basis. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you like this, uh, a rating on iTunes helps a ton, actually. So if you could, you know, rate it, give it like four or five stars or one star, whatever. Just kind of, you know, honest feedback, right? Um, if you have any other feedback that you would like to send to me, shoot me an email, josh at bearmetrics.com or find me on Twitter at Spigford and, uh, you know, Bearmetrics. That's the, that's the thing. Check it out. Bearmetrics.com. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening and uh, talk to you the next time we talk to you.